Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Well, Kevin, let me do a little bit of uh, catching up. We've got some callers here. Nope, Chuck didn't stay. Rick, are you with us? Yeah, I'm still with you. What's up, buddy? Hey, it's great to hear from y'all. The football's coming up, and uh, uh, I will say this after listening to things uh, over here in East Arkansas, me and my buddies talk. uh, If the old line comes through, I figure we're going to win eight or nine games this year. And, uh, but I think our defense is going to be very much improved. And, of course, you got KJ and all them Sanders and all their running backs. And I think we're going to have a great defense. And so, but the team that's going to scare us to death in the SEC, if Petrino gets to coach the offense at A&M, you better watch out for them. And that's all I got to say. But go Hogs, go Hogs. I can't wait. Lord, I can't wait. Are you coming to Little Rock? Are you coming to Little Rock, Rick? I'm trying my best. I got I got tickets and I got family uh, that's going to be there. Trying my best. I hope it's a straight sellout. I've been there probably 20 times since I was born. Well, be sure and come by at the Corner Fair Park in Markham. Be sure and come by at the Buzz Tailgate Party right Oh, by- man, that would be so yeah, awesome. Yeah, right, right beside the uh, the old tailgates. I mean, it's right beside the uh, yeah, double base there. I know where, yeah, I know where that is. Yeah. Well, man, y'all, if I can't make it for some reason, but I will give oh, my come on, to my plan. No excuses, no excuses. No, I'm just no for it, but hey, I got tickets, and uh, my family will be there. Come on down. Yeah, I'd love to do that and not even go to the game. Oh, no, you got to go to the game. No, you got to go to the game. Oh, yeah. Got to go to the game. Oh, yeah, it's going to be so great. We got to see you inside that stadium. You got to be there. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, Rick. Hey, you think it's going to be a sellout? It should be. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm going to be there. All right. Yes. Go home. Thank you, buddy. (sighs) Kevin, I'm not sure it's any kind of season right now. But football is 11 days away. That is 11 days away from Arkansas in La Rock taking on Western Carolina. Are you going to be there, Kevin? I had planned to be there, and it's looking like I might be out of town. I, I haven't gotten that confirmed yet, so I'm still trying to figure that out, but I might just be going out of town for some, for uh, uh, some family stuff going on that, uh, might might take some precedence there. So uh, if I if I'm around, I plan on going. Um, so you know, 
Little Rock games. I, I remember when they had more games in Little Rock than they had in Fayetteville. And I'm a Little Rock guy, so, you know, the Little Rock games are always important, maybe more so for people around central Arkansas and other parts of the state that don't make it to Fayetteville. Um, so, you know, if, if I'm in, if I'm around, I'm going. If I'm at, if I'm not going, that means I'm out of town. Uh, but, you know, I'm listening to folks talking about, obviously, this is the ramp up to, you know, less than two weeks away now. People are talking, what's the record going to be, different things. Um, and I, I have to agree with some of the talking points about, you know, obviously with K.J. Jefferson, uh, Rocket Sanders, that backfield, you know, Green is, to me, is an intriguing uh, change of pace kind of guy, Arkansas's depth there. What, what What's the quality of the O-line? Um, I think the defense will be improved, but you know, I think this is probably, if you're taking a pessimistic, you know, cautiously pe- uh, optimistic, not pessimistic, cautiously optimistic look at it, uh, maybe the cautiously optimistic version is 8-4. Uh, if you stay healthy and get a couple of breaks, which it seems like in, in some of these close games you need a bounce or two to go your way, Maybe the maybe the ceilings a ten and two type of, of season, and then on the flip side of that, if you do struggle with injuries and some bad breaks, maybe you have the, the pessimistic seven and five, maybe even six and six. Look at it, but but I do think the this Arkansas football team um, has a chance to be Pittman's best since he's been been here. Like what we're seeing so far, but. Uh... You have to argue or always come back to the realization it's Arkansas versus Arkansas, so to speak, right now. It's not Arkansas versus Ole Miss or Arkansas versus uh, – I've I've said this already, Kevin, and no disrespect. I don't know what to expect from BYU. I think we do know what to expect from Kent State and certainly Western Carolina – which I don't think he's going to give much of an indicator of what Arkansas is really going to be capable of doing once they encounter, again, SEC caliber competition. And uh, then to boot, I say to boot, but then you've got that brutal opening stretch of Southeastern Conference play where you travel to uh, LSU and you come right back with A&M, which it may be Arkansas's quote, home game this year, it's still in Arlington. To me, it's still a road game. And then you throw in uh, Ole Miss, which those games over the last, I don't know, uh, we could probably put A&M, could you not, Rick, in the same category to a degree? Yes. You could put A&M and and Ole Miss pretty much in the same category. They've been toss-up games. Yep. They've been wild and woolly games. It's gone down to the, you know, the final kick as it was last year with A&M. So um, that's your third game in a row that's on the road, and then you get to finish up that little brutal stretch in Tuscaloosa at Alabama. And until someone, or I say someone, until Alabama proves they're not the Alabama of the past, I know they got quarterback questions, they got other questions that maybe they hadn't encountered over the last couple of years. But I got to see it to believe it before I say, hmm, Alabama's a little down. I got to see it. And uh, certainly there's a 15-game losing streak on the line that Arkansas would love to end for sure. And what would be a better place to do it than in Tuscaloosa? But uh, 
Speaking of, there's home games against Western Carolina, Kent State, and BYU. You got to take out Western Carolina because that's Little Rock. But Kent State and BYU. Are you hearing anything on your end, Kevin, about visits that may be scheduled coming up in the early part of the football season for Arkansas basketball? Yeah, one one of the uh, well, you've got two visitors coming in for the two uh, the back to back home games in Fayetteville, um, and Malachi Marino, a six eleven center forward center out of Georgetown, Kentucky, right there in the backyard of the Kentucky Wildcats, Arkansas's SEC foe, um, and he's a top fifty rated player in the class of twenty twenty five. He's had an Arkansas offer for a few weeks. Um, the Hogs the coaching staff's been recruiting for a while before putting that offer out. So they've been doing their due diligence and recruitment and building the relationships. But, you know, and now the, the next step's getting them on campus. So he'll have an unofficial visit, class of 2025 Malachi Marino, uh, the weekend at Arkansas hosts Kent State, the Golden Flashes in football. So that'll be the, the home opener for the football team after the Little Rock game that you mentioned against Western Carolina, but Marino will be in for an unofficial visit. We'll attend that game a week later when Arkansas hosts BYU on September 16th. This is a class of 2024, and we know that early signing period's in November, and so this is it's getting crunch time with that class. But national number 22, according to 247 Sports, a high, highly rated four-star, uh, really kind of on the cusp of maybe regaining his five-star status, Isaiah Elohim, a 6'5 wing, uh, out of Sierra Canyon, one of those powerhouse independent basketball schools in California. Uh, he's originally an East Coast guy, but is playing uh, out on the West Coast and, and will be at Sierra Canyon for his third and final season. Uh, but he'll be taking an official visit, and I'm sure he'll be attending that Arkansas Brigham Young game as part of that. Obviously, Arkansas basketball team was back to practice with school starting back on Monday, so they're back on the practice court. And these visitors that are coming in will not only be able to attend football games, uh, but they'll obviously be able to see their uh, hoop hogs at practice. And that's a big, you know, that's one of the biggest things that you can do when you get them on campus if you're Eric Mossman. They have a pro-level practice setting. Everybody talks about it. Most of the players I talk to don't want to go on the record to say the best practices they put their eyes on are the Razorbacks' practices compared to most because they, it's just different, you know, and, and the attention to detail the pace with which they move through it, um, and, you, and, and there's this NBA sense, level sense. So, yeah, these visits are big because not only do they get to go to the basketball practice, we talk about the football games. Why that matters is they get a taste of the fan base yep, to see what right. it's like with school back then. You know, yep. the whole thing. I mean, it's there's a lot into that in there uh, that, that, you know, you sell your recruits on, and that's why you want to bring them this time of year. And other schools are doing it too, and they have good – good things but i think arkansas when you look at basketball and if the football team like we were just talking about gets off to a three and zero start with these non-conference games before uh you know when they go little rock and then two in fayetteville kevin we gotta hit the break drive time sports will continue in a moment now let's go to arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst kevin hoop scoop mcpherson for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball made possible by fence brokers fence brokers going the extra mile kevin you were talking about unofficial official visitors uh coming to 
Fayetteville soon for Arkansas football games. Anything you want to add on that? I know we had to run you into the break. <laughs> I never hear the music, guys, so I'm still going um, when we sign off there. Um, well, you do. You have another visitor coming in on October 7th. Now, that's a Friday, and Arkansas will be on the road playing at Ole Miss that weekend. But we're keys past where we're staying in class of 2024. Uh, again, that early signing period's not far off. Arkansas really kind of slow played the visits. This recruiting cycle, typically they had players in that were going to be able to sign early uh, in the next senior class. They'd kind of start bringing them in in June. And this time around it was counter thing at the end of July, right before the dead period and right before they went on break. And, and now that everybody's back and these visits are ramping up, you know, we mentioned the two in early and mid-September, then you're going to have October 7th with East Passmore 6-5 wing at a Combine Academy in North Carolina. Explosive player, national top 75, four-star. Um, he, he's a guy that's had an Arkansas offer for a couple of months and a player that I thought did perform really well on the Nike EYBL circuit, uh, especially in July. And I think that caught Arkansas coaches' attention. They put the offer out. Uh, he's taken multiple visits in September, but October 7th he'll come in for an official visit. And then October 28th, I, I didn't in the break, I didn't look at the football schedule to see where Arkansas was in the schedule at that point. Uh, but that Saturday, Arkansas basketball men host Purdue for that charity exhibition game. Um, and there are and they're going to have more than this, than one visitor. But so far, we now know that Jermaine O'Neal Jr. His dad was a famous NBA player and All Star. Uh, but at Jermaine O'Neill Jr., a 6'5 wing at a dynasty prep in Dallas, he'll be taking an unofficial visit and will attend the Arkansas-Purdue uh, exhibition game at Bud Walton Arena for basketball uh, that day while he's here. And that's, you know, Arkansas will bring in more players. We'll put more names out as permitted. Uh, but for now, we've got that one. Now, his dad was, you know, we go back to the none-and-done era before one-and-done when players started jumping out of high school and going to the NBA, Kevin Garnett, Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady, and then LeBron James are the biggest names probably that people think of. But Jermaine O'Neal Sr. was one of those guys and had a long career. He was an all-star. But uh, Jermaine O'Neal Sr., you know, I think probably I think mostly about his Indiana Pacer years is probably his best. But he played for Portland for a while and – Eric Mussman's dad, Bill Mussman, was an assistant with the Trailblazers at the time Jermaine O'Neal Sr. was playing there. So we talk about coaching connections and how that helps uh, in, in recruiting, and this is probably an example of that, guys, uh, as Arkansas will have another top 50 player in, on campus uh, in late October. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'd forgotten about Jermaine O'Neal being one of those, as you said, none and done, but uh, – Back when you could come right out of high school, but uh, yeah. so you don't you don't get a feel, in spite of the fact playing in Portland and other places that, uh, on the other hand, that uh, Dad may have any preference for his son. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, he's class of twenty twenty five, so he doesn't have to make any decisions anytime soon. Right. You know, a lot of these players are going to get visits in where they can. A lot of them be unofficial. Um, and, and, of course, 2024, we mentioned two names taking official visits. Uh, again, Arkansas, we look at what Arkansas did in the last recruiting cycle, only brought in two high school players. Randy, I think it's going to be similar to that this time around for 2024. 
I think we'll see two, perhaps three, but probably two um, when the dust settles. And, you know, if you notice, I mean, between Botang and Elohim and Passmore, these guys are the 6'5", those defensive, versatile guys that can guard, you know, three positions at least on the perimeter. And then uh, they have some versatility offensively. uh, And so uh, they're not all the exact same kind of player, but they're – similar position and we know how players in that 6-4 to 6-6 range how well they fared under Musselman usually his teams and he's had Ford Arkansas have been led by guys you know when you're going Isaiah Joe Mason Jones Jalen Tate Moses Moody uh Anthony Black Nick Smith Jr. I'm leaving some out uh, but but you know you've got you know your bigger guards uh, are kind of leading the way uh, for the most part, I mean, there have been some ex- exceptions to that. J.D. Note uh, is one of those. Uh, Jimmy Witt Jr., although he was listed at 6'3", at the wingspan, he played like a guy that was about 6'5". Mm-hmm. Uh, but typically, the bigger guards excel at Arkansas, and you see why Arkansas is making that position a priority in this 2024 high school recruiting recruitment at this point. So you believe the, as you called it, slow play, is just simply because of the two or three that is is what they're anticipating from this high school class. So there's no need. You've you've had Botang in. Uh, is any of uh, any of the other major targets have they been on campus as well? No, I mean it's been Botang only to this point. Okay. Now you've had guys pop in over the last year or so for unofficial visits or to attend a game. But but no official visits uh, uh, in, in, until it was Botang at the end of July. And again, typically they started bringing players in in June. And so I don't know if it has as much to do with the amount of players they want as a, as it is. It might just be a recalibrating of strategy how, when they want to bring players in. How do they want to use June and July? Because there's a lot of on the road for coaches at that time to do a you know evaluation of players and less time to bring them in anyway, so sometimes you had to squeeze guys in, uh, and maybe they just felt like uh, to try try something a little different. And the other thing is, you know, Arkansas ramped up its its uh, its uh, portal recruiting, and they brought players in, you know, even in June. Uh, so they were bringing in additional portal players at that point um, and ended up with seven out of the portal, which is the most Muslims had. Uh, so it wasn't like they weren't recruiting. They just didn't bring in high school visitors and, Again, uh, that that picks up here pretty quick, and we know they had some unofficial visitors in for the last two limited practice. Some younger players, class of twenty twenty five and twenty twenty six. Some of those here from Central Arkansas and, and up in Springdale, Isaiah Steely, class of twenty twenty five, one of the top players. JJ Andrews, class of twenty twenty six, one of the top players in the country here in the Little Rock area. Uh, but I think it, you know, with the tw- class of twenty twenty four, is what eyes turn to now. Uh, for the most part, simply because that early signing period is not that far off. Any updates on Honor Botang? Well, I think he's, you know, I think the next visit is probably Missouri. And now that the, we're out of the dead period, we could see that, you know, happening soon. Uh, when I interviewed him a week or so ago, I think it's been a couple of weeks now, uh, he said either end of August or maybe sometime later in the fall. So, and then he's got a final eight, so there's other schools he's considering. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Indiana or Georgia Tech got a visit. He's also got Ohio State, Auburn, LSU, and Virginia Tech on that list. 
Um, so, we're, we, you know, we're just kind of on standby. I do know that now that we're out of the dead period, pretty soon coaches are going to start doing in-home visits. They'll be able to go to these players' schools. I hear the music, Randy. They'll be able to go to the players' schools and see them there. So, we're, the recruiting's not going to just be on campus. There'll be a lot of off-campus visits, too. All right, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Thanks to Fence Brokers and Chris Walker and gang.